You're listening to The Age of Transitions. I'm your host, Aaron Franz, coming at you live this Sunday night, live from the facilities of Ocelli.com every Sunday night, uh, 10 p.m. to midnight Eastern Standard Time. First hour, you get The Age of Transitions. Second hour, you get Uncle the Podcast. That's Sundays on the Ocelli Radio Network. If you want to keep the network up, running, and improving, Consider giving a donation at Ocelli.com. $50 or more, you get those special grab bag assorted items that you can request uh, items, but still uh, mystery exactly what it's going to be. So do think about that. Thank you for supporting the network. This show is available at theageoftransitions.com, which is my site. You can pick up the podcast feed. You can support the show directly. Have T-shirts, Age of Transitions T-shirts. Have Uncle the Podcast T-shirts. Um, have my book, which is I always say the best way to support the show: just buy a book, or if you bought a book before, buy some more. Uh, it's Revolve Man's Scientific Rise to Godhood, available in paperback and ebook formats for you all. Again, the Age of Transitions dot com, the store tab, you'll find that. Also have affiliate links. Um, if you ever buy books online, remember to first go to theageoftransitions.com and click through the bookshop.org links before you start looking around for books because you'll probably find what you're looking for on there. Bookshop.org has a great selection of stuff. I have curated a little list of suggested reading on there myself, but you can look for whatever you want. But um, before you do, just go to theageoftransitions.com, click on my link to bookshop.org, and then start shopping for whatever. Anything you get, I'll just get a small referral fee, hence the affiliate link. So do remember that. Also, if you want to start your own podcast, I recommend using Libsyn as a podcast hosting surface to make your life easy. If you use promo code FRANZ, you will get uh, two months of Libsyn for free. So you can find a link to that, too, that will fill in the promo code for you at theageoftransitions.com. And also, we have a Patreon campaign. Thank you, everybody, for supporting on Patreon. You keep the show going for your patience with my lack of <laughs> material there. At one point, I will have more material up Um it's been a while since I posted there, so apologies there, but also a big thank you to everybody who does uh, support the show in any way, shape, or form. So yes, this is Sunday, July 30th. Uh, we're live as we always are on Sundays. You may call into the show again tonight. The number is 319-527-5016. You can also use Skype. Uh, Skype is a little bit like Zoom. It's very similar to those Zoom calls you're used to. If you don't have Skype, you can get Skype and come on the show from anywhere in the world. For our international listeners, that's a good way to get on this show without paying ridiculous fees uh, through the phone and whatnot. So on Skype, you can find Chuck. He's Charles.Ocelli. You type him a message, type him something, be like, hey, I want to come on the show. Then he will call you on Skype. And he'll bring you on the show that way. Charles.Ocelli on Skype or call 319-527-5016. We're in the age of transitions. We're in the midst of it. We're in the middle of it. So many things are happening. we got lots of irons in the fire. We're just doing so much. So much progress is being made on so many different fronts. Uh, <laughs> there's There's a lot to try to keep up with. You're not going to keep up with it, so I'll say right now, don't feel bad when you don't. 
because it's not possible. It hasn't been for a long time in this mass society we live in, this weird modern world that is uh, only speeding up with every passing second, the speed of things increasing. You can't do it. So don't feel bad that you can't. Don't think that you need to. Nobody knows actually what they're doing as each and every passing day goes by. I, I subscribe more to the ship of fools uh, interpretation of the way the world runs. It's not to say that there aren't people pulling levers of power in different uh, spots. There aren't people that are have vested special interests of all different varieties. There, There is certainly a dominant minority. There is such thing as oligarchy, um, undue influence, as Zbigniew Brzezinski would say, is a real thing. Uh, so yes, we understand that. But even with that, I mean, the people who really think a whole lot of themselves, I can tell you, uh, the people that uh, own everything, you know, the billionaire class and whatnot, they sure think very highly of themselves. Uh, there's no doubt of that. Um, I myself have never, well, actually, no, I have met a billionaire before. Never mind. I, I can only, well, you know what? I've run across a couple of them. It's both at the same time, actually, back in 2009 during the Singularity Summit thing. But I didn't really uh, even talk to either one of them, have a conversation, so it doesn't really count. I, uh, from friends who have interacted more with them, it's, uh, you know, it's, again, the, the, just the short version of the story is they think a lot of themselves, they don't think very much of anybody else. That's uh, what I gather from... Secondhand accounts, what that's worth. But anyway, who cares about them? They're just uh, got way more power than they really ought to have. So who cares? So, uh, <laughs> meanwhile, there is a very interesting. I mean, there's tensions all around between everybody. Everybody's uh, at each other's throat. Everybody's got differences. So we do have to remember that, like anytime that you're uh, tempted to go like full on every, there's like a deep, deep conspiracy where everybody's tied together and working together. There's aspects of reality of, of the uh, working together at the top, but there's also, you know, everybody's pretty much looking out for themselves and, and doing what they can, subterfuge and all that stuff. So do remember that. Um. The face of American foreign policy is something that I think deserves probably more attention than what it's getting. You don't hear a whole lot about it. Uh, All you hear is just this concept of our general antagonism toward Russia and China. And then to a lesser extent, countries like Iran and our growing discontent, mutual discontent between ourselves and Saudi Arabia. That's quite interesting, too. So a lot of things changing quite rapidly from what they were. You go a decade back in time, things were a lot different. Um, International relations were not what they are today, for sure. 
lot of stuff going on. Uh, so keep your eye on that, but also in the context of Cold War 2.0, which I haven't heard that term used as of late. It, it was bandied about quite a bit like a year or two ago. I remember it being used regularly as like a buzz term. seems like they kind of discarded that one, like they don't want to use it. Uh, it makes sense that, you know, a reminder of the original Cold War might not be advantageous to the establishment, so to speak, uh, seeing as how we are able to draw lessons, seeing it's been such a time in retrospect, we can actually learn a couple of things that went on during the Cold War. You know, we, we can do that much. And so drawing parallels between the original Cold War and if this is a new Cold War might not be really a great thing, again, for the establishment us to be doing. So I, I don't know if that's what's happening, but uh, I, I do wonder about that, just the dropping of the Cold War 2.0, because uh, Cold War is an interesting way to put it, because there's certainly the, I mean, America's foreign policy taken as a whole, uh, politically, economically, and geostrategically and in so many different ways it's 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 fascinating to see all these ways and the way the political and the economic work out i think are uh really something else because i do i've said this over and over again because i i really it is happening and this is something that i i don't know i haven't seen many people reference this i don't know why there's not more talk about this that the face of the ever-changing face of the military-industrial complex. It is the same as it has been, and you've got the big five top players, right? Northrop Grumman, uh, Raytheon, Lockheed Martin, uh, BAE, I think, is one of the big five, right? Um, those those guys, the Boeing, did I mention Boeing? Those ones. So you've got the big old guard military-industrial complex still there, still um, getting huge contracts and doing what they can to maintain their vested special interests. You better believe that's exactly what they are and the ridiculous amount uh, of lobbying they do uh, in D.C. to maintain their uh, revenue stream, which is tax dollars, making billions in profit each year off of us. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, they've got uh, they've got a good thing going, and they don't want to. Obviously, they don't want that to go away. You know what I mean? Once you get uh, you get a deal like that going. You want to maintain it. So you want to maintain power. This is an issue. This is an issue in a society such as America, which has um, gained prominence on the world scale as like the global leader, right? American hegemony and uh, with, with what we've done with our foreign policy and through our foreign policy up until this point over the past uh, few decades had a lot of uh, stuff going on and it's it's not sustainable to continue what we've done on many different fronts but you also have 
the new kids on the block, the Silicon Valley companies trying to elbow in on the action. And uh, as I was referencing last week, Eric Schmidt, big time uh, guy from Silicon Valley, the big CEO, head of Alphabet, Google, uh, huge investor in all sorts of different uh BC investor in, in, in Silicon Valley, major guy there, uh, working his way onto so many different panels, government panels, working with the military, working uh, in national security, the uh, NSCAI was um, a highlight for those of us here at the Age of Transitions, to be sure. Um, so him pointing out artificial intelligence and how it the national security ramifications of that according to him and every other huge insider from silicon valley and uh the intelligence uh community and other aspects of the establishment were there to tell you like oh this is what the national security threats are and this is what we need to do of course schmidt stands to gain from uh, all of the panels and influence that he's wielding within the government because he's got so many different investments in uh, these tech companies, venture capital um, uh, investments and whatnot. He's, he's all over the board. And so he's rightfully been um, criticized for that. But I, I do think it's it's going to continue along this trajectory where the Silicon Valley companies gain more and more influence in the military-industrial complex, become more and more uh, big players. I don't know if there's going to be, like, uh, pushing aside of the old guard guys, the top five as it stands now, or if there's just going to be an intermingling. It's, it remains to be seen there. But it's definitely happening. And there was this uh, interesting article from, this is from July 20th from Defense News. Let's see if we can at least look at this. Uh, maybe read a little bit from this article because this is important along these lines. So defensenews.com, Thursday, July 20th. The headline is Pentagon Innovation Hub wants to field commercial tech at scale. So this has everything to do with, like, um, the Silicon Valley companies and the big private sector companies of uh, consumer tech companies are trying to offer their services because of um, it's cheaper, it's they're quicker, they have everything that the military could – should start integrating – and they're the way to go. So anyway, let's let's read from uh, this article. Okay, Washington. The Defense Innovation Unit is about to enter its technology scaling era. Founded in 2015 to help create a bridge between Silicon Valley startups and the Pentagon, the organization's early work has focused on building partnerships and proving the value of commercial technology for military needs. Uh, now, according to DIU's new director, Doug Beck, it's time to make a deliberate shift toward fielding the most military-relevant commercial technologies at a large scale. 
That means moving away from a model where DIU fosters these capabilities, tees them up for military units in hopes that they'll embrace them toward a posture in which the organization is embedded within the services and combatant commands to ensure that the technology they need is making it to the field. Quote, what we have to do now is take that capability that has been built and employ it for a strategic effect, end quote. Beck told reporters July 20th during a virtual meeting, media briefing, quote, that is what this next phase of DIU is about, end quote. A former Apple executive, Beck took the helm of the organization in April. His comments come as leaders in the Pentagon and in Congress move to elevate the role DIU plays in pushing commercial technology to military users. I mean, how much of this do we need to read? I, I think we get the idea, right? Uh, the idea is that the Silicon Valley insiders are making their way into the government. This guy, Beck, is at the head of the Defense Innovation Unit. Okay? So these private sector guys are going right in there and making sure that all the private sector uh uh, goods and services that they have, they and their buddies have been producing, start getting bought up by the government, bought up by the military for national security purposes. And so, this is really, this is really one of the biggest stories I think of our day politically. This is like one of the biggest things happening. Certainly, one of the biggest things that nobody seems to be talking about. Like every now and then, and and with good reason, like a guy like Schmidt will get lambasted, which he needs to be. There, there should be a story about him every single day, and I think there might be, which which is good. But again, I don't know how many people are reading those. They're, it's not getting pushed enough. People are pointing it out. Thank you, everybody who is, because it's it, it is very important, as I'm saying. But this, in terms of where uh, I believe uh, American foreign policy is going and being pushed has everything to do with this, everything to do with Silicon Valley making their way into the ranks of the military industrial complex um, and at everything that they're selling, the speed of their innovation, the the quality and relevance of their product, the, the ability to um, adapt at a rapid pace. These are all the things that they're um, bragging about that the DOD needs from them because the old, again, the old guard MIC, you're not going to get that from them. It's a long, drawn-out process that takes forever to implement and, and can't keep up with the rate of change, of technological change that we're at now. And the wars that are going to be fought coming up are going to be absolutely very technical in nature in a way that we've never seen before. There's going to be a lot of um, purely cyber aspects to the conflicts, I am sure of that. And beyond that, just the the um, capabilities of uh, all sorts of emerging technologies, uh, machine learning not the least of which, are just going to be at the forefront of this. And thus, you know, the old new Cold War, um, uh, 
the Cold War 2.0 concept because it has to do with technological development, a, a new arms race having to do with emerging technology this time, not nukes. Although nukes are a topic of conversation again, um, so let's not forget about those. Those still exist. And you get the nice uh, connection of the two, the convergence of the two. But what if we had machine learning AI systems that uh, were able to launch a nuclear attack? And uh, Anyway, we won't go there. That, that gets... Uh, that obviously gets into like Terminator 2 and people just start talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger when you go that direction. So it doesn't, it ceases to be useful in about two seconds once you start talking about that as a problem. What, what we're not talking about is um, this, the business, again, the, the economic, political aspect of American's foreign po- policy, the DOD budget has been in the news lately um, it's going up yet again, as it always does. But of course, for the DoD insiders, it's never enough. They're always complaining, like, "Oh, well, we just can't do it. We don't. We're spread too thin. We this this nearly a trillion dollars isn't enough to do what we need to do." And this is, I mean, it's laughable and disgusting and despicable in every single way. But also, this is where um, the new guys, new kids on the block, really uh, take advantage of the things like, look, we're Silicon Valley. We know about um, efficiency. We know how to turn a profit. Uh, we, we know about business, not like these old guys that are just ruining everything. Um, okay, it looks like we have a phone call. So I will go to this phone call. Uh, caller, you're on the air. Uh, what's your name? Where are you calling from? And, and tell us tell us about uh, Cold War 2.0. I want to hear about it. Jimmy James, calling from the usual. The huge. Uh, so what you... Huh? The huge. The huge, right. <laughs> yeah. So would you say this uh Cold War two point is mostly from what? The Russians or the Chinese and us? Uh just one? Yeah, it's well it's obviously that international adversarial thing, right? Like we are on one side for sure, America and to the a lesser extent like NATO and our Western allies in the West generally speaking. But America I think is the big one to pull out from the one side. And then the other side is Russia and China, but more so really China. And 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 you you've got all the Shanghai Cooperation Organization, not unlike NATO over there, you know. You, so you you can draw it out and and see a bigger picture of like East versus West almost, but certainly you can draw it down to like individuals and and the two big individual nations, I think, without a doubt, are the U.S. and China. Do you agree? I, I would agree that. I would say that Russia unto themselves can't do squat to us. Yeah. Other than destroy all of mankind if they want to go that route. They could. Yeah. You got to remember that. It's possible. Uh, 
I believe it was you and Chuck I once challenged to listen to that whole Eisenhower farewell address. Did you ever do that, Chuck? When I asked it lately? I know that I've never listened to the entirety of his farewell speech where he's his famous that's often called the military industrial yeah, sorry, complex speech. Yeah, sorry, sorry, I did not have access to my microphone for a minute there, but uh you know, I have listened to that whole speech several times. Over and over again. Uh I even had the special version that was supposedly not the broadcast version of it from a different angle. So Ooh. yeah, I've been over that a the few, one that a few ways. The word. The one, the one, the version, the original version that contained congressional military industrial complex, right? Well, yeah, but that wasn't the way it was broadcast. That's what was on the, uh, that, that was what was written. Right. The yeah. cue card guy screwed up. There you go. So, yeah, see? But anyway, not my show. Aaron, I, I, I was away from my mic. Sorry about that. So I didn't answer right away. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it's it's Congress that's, that's uh, approving the entire budget and all that. So, yeah, and again, the need for the lobbying of these companies that they do uh, in spades, and it's, it pays off, pays off. Uh, they spend a lot, but they get way bigger returns, so it's worth it to them, not to well, everybody else. But. Well, I'd really like you to listen to that whole thing. It's only like 15 minutes long. Yeah. Uh, and I know that everyone loves to call it the military-industrial complex speech, but that's just, as he says, the country faces numerous threats, of which here's a few. And he named, yeah, the military-industrial complex. And what did he mean by that? Well, he meant literal Nazis. These were the people who were running large military contract corporations, Bell Helicopter. So that's specifically what he was referring to. And what's more interesting is what he followed up with, which was a, a warning about the technocrats, which would be coming, and how we should be weary and got to keep observing as a public to make sure that these, like, for instance, he, he flat out said that these grants from government has become a complete substitute for curiosity. Almost everything's being done for and on behalf of the government, especially in the university. So, I don't know, I think it'd be interesting if you listen to the part, his second warning, which is far more relevant these days, because the so-called military-industrial complex is gone, my friend. In fact, we're low. We're low on bullets. Uh, the big companies say it's going to take another 20 years just to catch up with the stuff that we've been given to the Ukraine. Uh, so... Uh, I would pay much more attention to the old general's second part of that warning. Okay, That's all well, I'd say. Okay, well, fair enough. I mean, yeah, you can make the argument that uh, these Silicon Valley guys represent a bit of what you're talking about there. But, yeah, again, I listened to the whole That's thing. Exactly. Yeah. Technocrats. Yeah, we'll see. Exactly says yeah, yeah, they're just they're just coming in and trying to like do really a similar thing to what uh, the old guys were doing. Is that's 
is to say just get a bunch of money from the government to, to uh, you know, just get contracts flowing in, right? So, it's, well, it's, you're exactly right. That's what the president said is get to the point where, you know, no one's, nothing's being invented in garages anymore. It's always has to be part of some huge government and university project, and he warned against this. I just think yeah. it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I All right, it. thank you. Okay, take care, Jimmy. Yeah, and that's an interesting point just on technology itself. It reminds me of uh, Jacques Hulot's Technological Society book, which is mandatory reading. Um, he he kind of mentioned this back when he wrote his book. I think it was in the 60s he wrote that. But he, his point one of his points that he made in that was that technology and technique, as he put it, it's, it has this effect where it can only really be done by these huge uh, sources. Again, like massive funding, huge labs, so gigantic labs that have all this funding and the uh, resources available to do the research, right? And so all progress being made is being made from these outlets that are beholden to, well, who's funding them? Who who built this lab? Like, what is it? Uh, Where's the funding coming from? Like, to what end is it? And it's, it's just this one giant machine, really, that's feeding itself. But, um, if you want to point fingers, government spending, if you want to do it that way, that's fine. But just like big money generally, like where does it all come from? Where did it come from? Um, and and is can any one person really be said to be in control of this? No. It's, it's almost uh, – it's a system unto itself that's doing things for its own purposes. It's doing it – at a scale that no individual human being could ever hope to achieve. It's above and beyond that. I I wouldn't mind asking you a question at this point, Aaron, you know, because very curious about your point of view on this. I'm not going to load the question, okay? Um, Look, how is it, though? I mean, how do you see this? Because the way I see it is, in recent times, there is no innovation. Okay, that hasn't been backed by a lot of money. I mean, some things evolve. There are alterations within existing constructs. Maybe somebody figures out a way to build a better something uh, structure regarding communication, the Internet, blah, blah. Somebody figures out how to code something differently. But to actually build a whole new infrastructure, to build something that has not been imagined, something that is actually brand new and doesn't just piggyback onto another technology. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's not being done anymore. There is nobody doing that independently because the amount of money required to do it isn't there. Yeah. So it does reside with the R&D departments of a large corporation, the R&D departments of the Pentagon, the R&D departments of the different universities where maybe somebody comes up with an idea and then they get funding and then they turn around and build it in a, in a place at a university, which is why our government gets involved with all those so that they can snap up anything that could be potentially dangerous or too hazardous on the market or advantageous to a foreign adversary, et cetera, right? So... In reality, how do we get to a different point where innovation can be done once again at, at, at you know among the 
the the you know the just the general population like somebody builds a new kind of computer system in a garage again somebody builds a new kind of travel that wasn't thought of before etc cetera, etc cetera. i mean is that even possible given the uh, the the intellectual uh, failures of, of people in the western world anyway but i mean given the intellectual failure failures of the general population and the lack of resources among the common man so what do you think about that What's well, an interesting question that kind of leads into one of the big national security ramifications that these types are always harping about is that if innovation is done by the general public or by individuals, that represents a great danger, <laughs> you know, like the these terroristic dangers of if you get people start playing around with uh, um 3D printers are going to print a gun and go shoot a bunch of people. If if you start giving access to these advanced AI technologies and people start tweaking them for their own purposes, they will use them bare minimum to start scamming innocent people or at worst start uh, doing, again, terroristic actions against uh the public against corporations against governments that's going to happen so that they they continually warn us about these things which i find absolutely fascinating i do think it's a matter of time until a cyber version of 911 happens i think it's a foregone conclusion mm-hmm. uh when it does happen look to it um there's going to be all sorts of Issues are going to be horrendous in the wake of that, and I hate to say it, but one of them is going to be the reaction from um, the uh, alternative media or whatever. That's going to be a problem in and of itself because you're going to get people saying a lot of dumb stuff. I guarantee you, and, and it's not. Uh, some people will be innocent and well, uh, well intentioned in it. Some, I'm sure, won't be, but I think it's going to bring a whole new uh, level of problems for everybody. (laughs) I mean, absolutely everybody. And, you know, just as we had all the Patriot Act and all of the uh, assaults on civil liberties Mm -hmm. and the intrusion into the privacy of everybody's life in the wake of September 11th. We're going to see a continuation, a new version of that in the wake of the cyber 9-11, whatever it is, whoever the perpetrator is or is said to be. We're all going to pay the price for that one. But it's... it's, I, I, again, it's a matter of when, not if, as, as far yeah. as I'm concerned well, with that one. It's just, for me, the innovation is not coming from the general public anymore. It doesn't mean that it can't. I mean, somebody could out there imagine a, a new type of uh, a high-speed chemistry, okay, which uh, is, is code for explosives, all right? But, uh, you know, somebody could turn around and say, what about uh, radical magnetic reactions, which are triggered by a particular type of device? And I don't think those exist yet, as far as I know, anyway. Uh, at least they don't exist in mass production. Um, but let's just say somebody comes up with an idea like that. Maybe you can develop something like that in a garage. I don't know. 
Uh, but I'm just saying it doesn't look like we have an inspired population. And if somebody does become a standout and begins to create anything, it seems as though they, they get swept up, recruited, or turned in. You, you Gone are the days of somebody building. Because remember, the Apple computer system was a whole other thing that is not related to what you see today that is not related to the interconnectivity of the internet that was a different that was a different creature and it was you know a couple of guys putting it together in a garage and i've had people argue with me that they had help from outside uh which you know i'm not saying i disagree or agree with that they may have it does seem like every sort of innovation whether it's a uh you know again an evolution of something in existence you know the different social medias, whatever, or something else, uh, it does not last long in the hands of a private person who is the individual inventor, innovator, and so on, because it always gets folded into something, whether it is the, uh, you know, something that's commercial and corporate, or it is military defense applicable, or et cetera, right? Yes. Yeah. Again, it comes back to the system at whole Mm -hmm. has a life of its own. It is in control. It is in control. We are just existing within its confines. And yeah, if we do something within it that stands up, sticks out, it will just be subsumed by it. It's just kind of the nature of the beast, right? So, and it goes back to what Yulo was saying about this like massification, not just of man and the mass man, but uh, the fact that it has been brought about by technique. And that technique is what's in control. Technique is is running the operation for its own sake, for the sake of just pure efficiency and getting to the end goal, which there is no true end to anything. Uh, There isn't an end to technique other than the idea that you just have to keep things becoming faster, more efficient, better, bigger, and you keep doing that. What happens when you keep doing that is the question, um, the question kind of answers itself, I think. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, this is where we're at. Uh, I, I would like to believe the concept that, you know, the individual person could grab a hold of innovation and could start doing things and, and doing things for the better. The sort of like uh, protagonist in a cyberpunk fiction, right? Like the, I would like to believe that that's something that could happen. Uh, that that gives us a chance, you know, and I'm not saying that it, it's impossible. I'm, I'm not saying that that won't happen at all. I'm also not saying that that's like the solution to our problems as well, but um, I, I don't know. It's, um, it's crazy. It's, it's difficult. It's the, the, the individual human uh, just has to find a way to maintain in the midst of all of this. And it's getting stranger and more difficult to say how you ought to go about doing that and, and, and what is possible. Uh, and I won't dissuade people from attempting whatever good deed it is that, that they may be up to or a good project white hat hackers <laughs> or whatever whatever the hell people are doing out there if it if it makes a difference positively then good um it's 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 crazy i mean 
this uh, the whole Cold War concept. Uh, they're really going with that. They're really going with that. Uh, the the um, the threats and the perceived threats from afar are what's a major driver of this new innovation push, whatever we want to call this, whether it's a new military-industrial complex, whether it's not, whether Silicon Valley is, we want to view it as a corporate-private interest, whether we want to view it as them being technocrats, whether we want to view them as being subsidiaries of the government. My question is, does any of that actually matter you know, we we can sit here and argue semantics all day, and I know that we love doing that, but um, I'm just more interested in what the hell is actually going on, you know, when you strip away the labels, I, I, like to attempt. I, I know, and, and maybe that's wrongheaded, maybe that's like the, maybe I'm trying to obfuscate language itself in doing so and if that's what i'm doing then i apologize but i just feel like there's a lot of preconceived notions attached to the symbols we like to use in our uh in interpreting these political (laughs) economic quandaries these situations that were these collective situations that we're all in. Um, there's a lot of preconceived notions that I think aren't healthy, and that's another thing that would be useful to organize. I think at a human level right now. So if we're talking about what we can actually do, playing around in the garage with biohacking or white hat hacking or trying to develop your own version of chat GPT that's going to uh, save the proletariat or whatever it is that you're doing, that's fine. That's good. Uh, (laughs) But also I think what might be useful is a sort of spring cleaning of our human interactions uh, coming at things not from the STEM point of view, which is what the establishment very much is pushing now, is everything STEM, 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 STEM. Uh, we, uh, to fight China, we need to uh, get all the kids educated in STEM. And there's been some interesting news stories that popped up that the humanities have suffered great losses in terms of, I mean, just college enrollment itself is way down. I'm not here to say that's good or bad either way, but I'm just saying that it is. But uh, to be sure, STEM is going up as the humanities are drawing back. And you see a um, a correlate a, a correlate in the this sort of antisocial mess, uh, the exemplar of which is really online interaction right so go online view any kind of interaction between people which are really just users online right interaction between users take a look at that that's your exemplar of what has occurred 
in terms of the corrosion of human uh, interaction and human communication. There's been a communication breakdown. Yeah, we suffer with the language. We don't know how to use it. And that kind of goes back to my point of I think we have trouble with these symbols that we use in our arguments and our discussions with one another. I think there's a lot of idolatry, actually. I think we've come to build idols out of so many different things without even really realizing what we're doing. So everybody's got these idols that they have, and they've got their own little mantle at home. They've got a shrine to something. Maybe it's a mega shrine to Trump. Maybe it's a shrine to this idealized version of communism or uh, communitarianism or whatever left concept you want to see there. (sighs) Maybe somebody just really is super keen on Adolf Hitler and they've got a shrine to him. Sure, there's all sorts of people doing that this day, these days. (laughs) You know, anything. It, it could be it could be something as benign as they uh, you know they like some dumb politician and and so they've got some shrine to them I don't know whatever fill in the blank it doesn't even matter uh, the point is I think if I remember if I even had one to begin with <laughs> was that uh, we've got uh, a lot of um, a lot of built-up obstructions in between us. There is all sorts of invisible and intangible buffers we've created between ourselves that aren't allowing us to be able to convey concepts of any meaning or depth there's the we're really good at remixing symbols that have been thrown our way in rapid succession rapid fire mtv editing style we're we're able at very become very adept at being able to like catch all those things like ninja stars flying at us and we grab them we just kind of like throw them back and they're rearranged in a new way, but we're throwing them back at the other person that sent them our way. And really, it's just like kind of this back and forth weird video game nonsense where nobody's really doing anything. Nobody knows what they're saying. They just know the parameters of of, of what we've been given. Uh, but what we've been given isn't really uh, useful as far as I'm concerned. But um, so we're just, we're struggling with a couple of things that I don't think are, they shouldn't be so hard to work out. We just haven't realized what the big issues holding us back are. We're, we're kind of like looking in a million different wrong directions. It seems like more often than not. Um and and always uh, our attention being diverted to something is something. There's always something new, always something different. Every day it's a new story, more extreme than the last. It's like, ooh, check out this one. And then, uh, not unsurprisingly, the cognitive dissonance is such that nobody even. I mean, we're all kind of burnt out on the whole thing. 
nobody cares much about any of it and, and everybody's sick of it and wants to tune out and maybe that's what the big good thing is is that we're at so, we're so also collectively burnt out that all we can do now is just turn the screen off and go take a nap for a while and then hopefully wake up slightly more rested than when we passed out and able to regroup and i think if if any if we're onto something good then that's what's happening or that's what will happen in the present slash near future that we're in going into i think that i think that's where the opportunity lies not just the opportunity but it's 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 a real um it's a necessity at this point and as i've said before the importance of philosophy just generally speaking just understanding that nothing just kind of pops up without some kind of philosophy behind it you know certainly silicon valley has an ethos all of its own uh, <laughs> it's, it's a bit schizophrenic but this is america after all so i mean it, they can be they can be pardoned on that. I'm not going to give them too hard a time for, for that. I mean, that's all of us. However, uh, the fact that it is completely insane should be noted. And so anything that those kooks are ever up to is <laughs> just, um, you know, be wary, right? But more and more they are at in the reins, hold the reins of power is what I'm saying. And there are the private laboratories doing the research into life extension and whatnot. There are actual people on the planet now that are putting effort into seeing that uh, eternal life might be, or at least life extension to, to, to uh, prolong lifespan significantly, is a very real goal and something that they see as possible and, and that they're doing. And, and you see these weird stories like this, um, I think it's the Silicon Valley, I think he's a VC guy or something, that uh, he he's had all these weird like blood transfusions with his teenage son uh, and, and all this weird stuff. Uh, so, so you see stories like that, and it's just insane, but it's true. And it's certainly disturbing. It's disturbing, but we have people doing that at one to this one end of the scale, and then at the other end of the scale is everybody else, essentially, just trying to survive day to day. That's the rest of us. Not getting any easier on that front. Um, so uh, conflict is everywhere to be found. Without. Uh, no big surprise there in a world of such extremes, like such uh, vast extremes between people. Not good. But um, this is the way we want it. We like things that way. We want to be able to, uh, if somebody's out there really going for it, <laughs> uh, doing the blood transfusions with their teenage son to keep themselves healthy uh, into the future, then okay. 
Hey, Aaron, I'm going to attempt to add a Skype caller in here. Okay. Uh, so just wanted to give you a heads up that that was going to happen. Okay, cool. Let's do this. And just uh, for your notes, uh, Jimmy James is still on the phone line. But I do believe we have our Skype caller joining us now. Okay, good. All right, uh, Skyper, what's your name where are you calling from? Hi. Hello. Hi, it's Lara. Hey, Lara, what's up? How are you doing? From the Unusual. All right. Spain, right? <laughs> cool. Yeah. What's going on, Lara? Well, yeah, I'm uh, listening to you. Um, yeah, well, it's fine. I like it. I okay. remind people to uh, the next, yeah, the next 9-11 will be, maybe they, they will cut the communications and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. I think I think so, yeah. If they cut Netflix, maybe people, oh, my God, the end of the war is here. Mm-hmm. I my TV show, so maybe we blame China or Russia. Yeah, that's gonna be what's the most interesting thing about it is who ends up getting to blame. Really, that's gonna be one of the very interesting things that uh, you should be looking for when it happens. Yeah, I, I I don't know exactly how to call that one. I could see it going either that way or maybe even they'd go with like an internal thing where they said it's like some guy in North Dakota or something. Oh, you yeah. Speaking <laughs> domestic terrorism. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but it's perfect. I think, yeah, the the, um, the enemy is within, within us. No? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like same as uh, aliens. It's, it's kind of boring for me. I, I really, in many years ago, I used to watch uh, alien stuff and videos and people mm-hmm. talk about. I really like it, love it, but I don't know. Uh, the years passed and I found that it might be a lie. Be mm-hmm. fair. Yeah. The only reason why I keep bringing it up in the chat, Lara, is because there there is literally hearings in our Congress, which I've never seen the likes of this before, where there are people saying, you know, exactly the stuff that fits with, uh, you know, the alien culture, the alien conspiracy culture. Uh, there are people that are former officials, former Navy people, et cetera, making statements like we have alien bodies, we have alien crafts. Yeah. Uh, and that's publicly on our government record now. That's never happened before. And the weird thing to me is that this isn't a worldwide headline. This is not, you know, people aren't going, hey, you know, on the official record now, this is here. It isn't just in your ufology magazine. It isn't just on the weird website. It isn't just conspiracy culture. There are people saying, hey, you know, I'm trying to blow a whistle here. <laughs> and uh, nobody's paying attention to it except News Nation and a handful of uh, indie media people. That's about it. You know, well, that and The Guardian uh, printed an article about it. But, I mean, outside of that, that's it. It's it's very weird to me. Almost the thing that people were begging for 20, 30 years ago mm-hmm. um, is happening, and nobody cares. It, it's just it's the strangest thing to me. It, really, it's the reaction more than the thing itself, Lara. Lara what do you think? Well, here in Spain, I I start to uh, notice uh, people is talking about this. It seems maybe I don't know because I don't watch TV, but maybe they show on TV this guy from the CIA, no, uh, talking about the aliens. 
um, the Congo, in the Congo is no. No, the guy is from a, a former task force, which was a, a, co- a cooperative effort between intelligence agencies and the military. But yeah. it, this is military and intelligence agencies. He was on the task force that was supposed to study this stuff. And he's saying this is what happened and they don't want the truth out. And mm-hmm. then he's got, uh, you know, regular Navy pilots who are saying, look, uh, I don't know what to think of it, except that I'm seeing I have seen stuff myself that doesn't match any technology we know anything about. And this could be be a national security threat um and that sounds pretty significant to me yeah you know they've got those they've got those two naval pilots i've seen unidentified flying objects while they're flying right that's that's interesting yeah then that other intelligence guy that's saying well yeah i've i've come across all of these officials that are working on uh secure projects that nobody can know about but i've talked to them and they're telling me that they're reverse engineering uh alien or or unidentified flying objects whatever that may mean they're reverse engineering those Mm -hmm. people have said that they have seen uh extraterrestrial bodies and have told him that so so he's he's getting secondhand accounts from these uh god knows whatever black budget sources he's referencing but this is what he's saying yeah yeah but again the significance is that it's being allowed on the record this isn't just some guy on the history channel saying i speculate this is somebody on the official record they're allowing to testify and you got representatives taking them seriously so i'm just saying that it looks very strange and this has not quite happened like this before that's all i'm saying it's new oh yeah absolutely (laughs) you know and uh weird to me that it's not again a bigger headline in the uh, international news of course you only have a couple more minutes left on this hour uh aaron just to make you aware of the clock and i'll shut up now but i i just threw it in there because uh, i thought it was interesting and i'm not saying that there is anything to it at the end of the day i think most things that are you know talked about in public are usually there to keep people distracted anyway but uh but but it's just odd because it is different that that's my only point that's why i keep asking the question why is this not getting a little more attention because if it is just a mass distraction also why is our corporate media not working along with it very well uh, weird it's, all the way around there, there's a lot of questions in my mind here so it's, it's like it's making rounds on social media everybody's heard of this and it was like definitely a news story and my wife is telling me all about the aliens this and that so i'm having to hear about that and so it's it's definitely like made waves and i know that tom delong is probably just real excited and and probably want to get blink 182 back together again so he can do an album about all this but uh yeah i don't know it's it's hard to know what to make but uh yeah on, on the uh front that that uh the show is almost over the show is almost over so i'll i'll ask uh Laura, do you want to hang out uh, until we switch over to the uncle show do you want to stay on the line and join the uncle show or do you want to get going right now yes okay so you're gonna hang out then yep oh perfect uncle's gonna be excited okay cool well, thank you uh thank you for calling and, and we'll talk to you in a minute Yes, absolutely. And also, Jimmy James is still on the line, too. So Uncle starts out with two callers in the pen to begin with. Okay? That's good. That's good. The only thing we need now is maybe a UFO and unidentified whatever anomalous phenomenon to call in on the line. And we've got ourselves either that or that SOB. 
Colonel Sanders, <laughs> yeah. Gerald Sanders, right? Or is he Colonel? No, he's not a Colonel. Gerald Sanders, Big Gerald Sanders. Sorry. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think I might have an OBE by the time the show is done, depending on what happens. But we'll see. Um, but yeah, stick around on the Ocelli Radio Network. It's about to be Uncle the Broadcast, as you know. It's going to be a lot of fun. This was the Age of Transitions. Uh, the Age of Transitions dot com is where you can find everything. My name is Aaron Franz, and as always, I will leave you by saying... You're listening to the Ocelli.com Radio Network. WallStreetWindow.com Gold, silver, the stock market. WallStreetWindow.com Perhaps you're invested deeply. Perhaps you're not in deep enough. Maybe you're thinking about getting started. WallStreetWindow.com Michael Swanson, the brilliant author of The War State understood these trends professionally for many years and now he gives you the benefit of his knowledge wallstreetwindow.com go there now go there now go there now do you like history real history that you were never taught in schools why the vietnam war nuclear bombs and nation building in southeast asia by author mike swanson with new documentation never seen before that will open your eyes to events that led up to this why the vietnam war nuclear bombs and nation building in southeast asia 1945 through 1960 Get your copy today at Amazon.com. Why? The Vietnam War by author Mike Swanson. The War State by Michael Swanson explains the great national transformation that took place and put the Kennedy presidency in the context of the times and reveals never-before-published information about the Cuban Missile Crisis. President Kennedy would not have been assassinated if he had been president 200 years ago. His assassination took place in the context of the Cold War and the rise of the national security state. Before World War II, the United States was a continental republic. In the decade that followed, it became an imperial superpower. Generals such as Curtis LeMay not only wanted to invade Cuba, but knew that there were short-range missiles on the island armed with nuclear warheads that they could not destroy because they were on mobile launchers. Their invasion could have led to a third world war, and they wanted to go to war anyway. The War State by Michael Swanson reveals why and will show you what President Kennedy was up against. For more information, thewarstate.com. Radio Network. Revelation through conversation.
listening to the Ocelli.com radio network. The views expressed by callers, co-hosts, or anyone else who happens to get on the air at Ocelli.com do not necessarily reflect the views of Ocelli.com or Chuck Ocelli. And we are not responsible for any stupidity which might ensue. Thank you. Ocelli.com. Morning, 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 morning. This is a Mercy Broadcast. Code Red, Code Red, Code Red, here we are. Pick up your iPads, your cell phones, and have me and listen to Uncle the Podcast. Watch out. If you're sitting down for this, or if you're standing up, you better get ready for this, because it's going to hit the air, eardrums. Uncle the Podcast. Listening to Uncle the Broadcast. My name's Aaron. I'm the nephew in law. Here with me is the star of the show, Uncle. In this damn place. You could sit up. Damn place. Okay, we're taking a relaxed approach. Relax, relaxed relaxed approach to the show tonight. I was on a walk with the dogs. Oh, okay, okay. So we, uh, it's 300 and. Uh, what was that again, Jack? 304. 304. Three hundred and four episode. I believe now we've got a special drink tonight, and we got <laughs> these drop glasses that my sister got. We do from Ireland. We do. Here, let's. Why don't we? And you and, wanna? And we're going to put this on Instagram or on the picture. Here they are. So we've got. Oh, yeah. now, in the break, he said. Wait a minute. In the break, Aaron, he said France. Is it France or Ireland now? <laughs> There's a big difference it's, there. <laughs> well, it's Europe. It's, uh, it's the Europe, European yeah, continent. It's European um, one, one of them is Orkney, Ireland, and then the other one is Belgium. 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 Okay. Okay. Belgium. Belgium. Ireland and these Belgium. Are, these are the drop glasses that I am collecting. <laughs> these. Yes. So, so okay. Here. Your sister recently went on okay. a trip, a cruise, and she got a couple of drop glasses for About you. Four of them. So these are two of them. And these are two of them. So we're going to try them on these glasses. We are going to try. So uh, this good thing. This drink thing. Yeah. Uh, well, oh, test. So yeah, I figure, figured. Figured. I figured that we would have a drink. What we're gonna do is. This is odd as a shot, but we're going to do kind of like drink we having? we're going to do a martini shot, and it's not going to be any kind of martini. But I didn't know martini. That's a trickle juice. It's going to be martini. a pickle teeny, Uncle. It's a pickle teeny. And as these guys are totally distracted with the drinks, remember you can call in at 319-527-5016 or join us on Skype by contacting me, Charles Ocelli, and I will call you into the show if you ask me to. 319-527-5016 on the regular phones or reach out to Charles Ocelli on Skype. And, you know, guys, also don't forget you have one waiting on Skype and you have one waiting on the phone already. Oh, yeah. Let's mm-hmm. uh, hit that out. Bring those out. Bring those in to make sure they have a drink. Excellent. Everybody in them to have a drink. Who should we bring Hello. in first, Uncle? Skype or phone? Put a Skype. Excellent. Put a Skype on first. Skype caller. To the Skype line. Say hello to uh, say hello to Uncle Skype caller. Hello, Uncle. Long life to the tuna sandwich. Oh, wait a minute. You know who this is, right, Uncle? You're I... back. <laughs> Where you been? Yeah, I don't 
um, I tried. I tried to. Um, oh, we did. We did. I'm uh, sorry to say, we did the review last week. Yeah, did, uh, did you Did you hear the mention last week? Did, uh, you, you you got mentioned on the show. Did you hear it? Yeah. Did you hear it? <laughs> yeah, I was laughing. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Well, you did hear. Uh, I I thought he would be on. Come on, that's why I uh, I was concerned if you were going to show or call in before the show. So that's why. There you go. I did it. Well, let. Okay, then hold on there. Then have a drink with you though. Uh, second caller. We'll start the drinks. Okay, perfect. Hello? Caller on the caller line. There we go. I muted and unmuted him. There he is. I know who that is. Detroit man. Detroit man. All the t- He's the main man that calls me every hour on my hour. Yeah. Right, Jimmy? That's right. Yeah, no, no, you're doing an excellent job. Excellent job. Because you're on it almost every single time. Very good, very good. <laughs> that, and what are you telling me? I, saw, I, can't. Uh, I, I didn't know I said anything. but I know. You're know. laughing. My apologies. Okay, now, everybody that's on the line, uh, on the producer, have yourself a drink. <laughs> if you've got one in your fridge. Drink them if you got them. Let's get this drink going. We, of well, course. Well, let's go this. Right, so gra- grab an alcoholic drink if you have one, and if you That's don't, grab said. something else to drink. Uh, and uh, you, you'll you'll get to talk about it with Uncle Ed as they rate this incredibly interesting thing that they're going to have out of this yeah. European shot glass. We rent, rate them. We're going to rate it for sure. We're rating this. Yeah. Uh, Laura, do you have any drinks available Lord. or no? Oh, yeah. Do you have yeah. But it's just water. Well, hey, well hey. Water with, with sea water, so something. Seawater you can read on. Yeah. Bounce. You can read the seawater. We'll take it. So right now I'm just filling a little pickle juice in the bottom of our drop glasses, and then on top of that's going to be some nothing but the best Kirkland vodka on top of it. Right, and hello, I'm just going to get one more thing in here that I know Uncle wants to report on, uh, the international right. listeners. Germany, we have one. We have uh, Australia, we have one. We have two in Spain. We have one in Ukraine. We have one, two, three, four in Canada. Ukraine, I was wondering, how are Ukraine people doing in that country? I'm wondering myself also because I'm asking it's that. quite hectic. I was just wondering, if the guy has a chance, if he can call, I would like to know what's happening. Oof. Just to know, if he can, that's fine. That's a rough yeah. one, but I, 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 mean, I hope but I just yeah. wanted to know how is it doing. I hope I know who this is, and I hope he and uh, his people are safe. Anyways, yeah, uh, yeah that too. You know, but uh, Germany, actually, no, two in Germany, two in Spain, one, two, three, four in Canada, um, one, two in the... How do you like that? They come in my hour. Two in the UK, two in the UK, um, and all, of course, all across America, but I was checking for all the international calls, all the international listeners I can see, okay? There you go. All right, now. Okay, then. Cool. All right. Anybody have a drink? Uh, Jimmy, do you have Jimmy, anything? have a drink. What is it? I know he has a usual. Do you have your usual or do you have Yeah, his usual else? is Mountain Dew. Yeah. I know him. <laughs> no, this time I just took a... My car was dripping something, so I just filled my cup. 
with something green. Just let me know. Now down the hatch. I, 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 uh, she has well. Okay, so uh, we, I know what we have is this weird pickle teeny and a shot glass, which I, actually I think it should be pretty good. Yeah. Um, we've got Ireland represented. We've got Belgium represented. Belgium represented. So it's an international affair here. Oh, yeah, slow dudos like the Cowboys say. Time to have a drink. Time, Time to have a boil. Have a drink. Yeah, so Uncle and I are going to throw this back right now. We'll let Everybody you know have what we think drinks. in mere moments. Any moment. So right. cheers. Good night. Click clack. Ooh, okay. There you go. What do you think of that one, Uncle? Pickly, huh? Very tasty. You like it, right? Well... We'll wait to the end or near the end of the show to rate to rate that thing. Now, now that we can have this conversation, what is the big news I was supposed to be waiting for about something that your side little sidekick was yapping about? See, I oh yeah, 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 about yeah, that. yeah. Okay, but you know what? This goes right in line with the pickle juice. Pickle juice. Okay, mm. this is important. This this ties in with a very very big news story now, which is. Uh, Subway has a new marketing campaign stunt that they're doing. Uh, if you change your name legally to Subway, you could uh, – or you have to agree to change your name to Subway. If they choose you as the one to change your name, you'll get free Subway sandwiches for life. If you change your name legally to Subway, Uncle. How the heck is that going to handle? Now, that is very interesting. Everybody hear this? uh, If you guys have something in your country, (laughs) if they go to the subway, you get a free for life. If you change your name to subway. If you change your name. Yeah. Could be a good deal. That sounds pretty good. That's what they want you to. So if you change your name, it's a done deal, or you have to change your name and then be picked. Um, I I read the story, and from what I gathered, it's like they're going to have people like enter it as a contest, like that are willing to go through with doing this, and then they'll randomly pick out of that group of people that have agreed to it, and that person will be chosen, and they will have their name changed to Subway. Subway will pay all the legal fees the paperwork involved in doing that. And then you get the free sandwiches for life. Oh, boy. I could eliminate my SIP name. Yeah, that's, name too? that's what I want to know, Uncle, if you'd be up for this. I might want to, because everybody's young in the in the family here about the SIP side. Yeah. Uh, I might be interested. It could work out pretty good, I'm thinking. Yeah. It might be a good I, deal for you, because everybody just calls you Uncle anyway. Yeah, they call me Uncle. It's not your actual name. Me, they don't call me my original name. I might go with that deal. They could change the name but and nobody would even know. Yeah. That could be good. That could That's really true. work. We could beat the I, system on this one, Uncle. Oh, maybe I'll try that. I think I, I, I'm i in for it. How about, how about everybody else? <laughs> Who else Why wants to change their name? It's, we get to talk to our customers. Ask them that. Okay, which customer do we need to ask? Oh. Start with Jimmy, and then we'll go to Laura. Okay. Jimmy. Jimmy. You up for this? You up for this? No, I'm not going to do that because... Not not no have a sim for that. life? Not having a subway for life? No, oh, it would mess up all your documents. What kind of a cop's going to pull you over and believe your name's Subway? <laughs> You're going to get in trouble. 
The license says it. It has to be true. <laughs> social security card, maybe? Oh, that'd be a good social security card. Social security card. Can you imagine? Uh, that'd be a fun that one. would be weird. Yeah, all the good stuff. Uh, I mean, a passport. How about you? Are you going to change the circuit? Me? Yeah, uh, as well. Mm, I, I'm talking I, about it. I'm, since I'm, you brought in the subject. I'm going to say no. I, I, I'm going to have you uh, – I, I want to see if you'd be up for it. I'm, I'm going to say no. I thought maybe you'd like it, but no, I'm not I'm not going to do it. Sad to say. I know it sounds like a good idea, but – Well, you have uh, hamburger – you have substitute for life, sandwiches for life, the free and then so- you, won't, you won't have to worry about eating all the time. Free sausage sandwiches sound good, but I'm not going to do it. I didn't think that. Laura, what do you think? What do you think, you, you're gonna, Are you going to be the new Subway? You're in the runnings for – you're going to be elbowing other people out of the way to be the next Subway? Yeah. <laughs> I always hate to um, do free publicity to uh, companies, but I'm thinking, really thinking seriously about this. You are? <laughs> yeah, but cost money. Uh, I'm, I'm really thinking about it, too. See, me and her are on the same page. You see that? I'm getting with the women. They understand me. These men don't understand anything. No, not usually. Not usually. I'll but these that. women understand me. And I'm, I'm thinking the same way myself. <laughs> it's a thought. It's a thought. It's a thought of thinking about Change that it. name. I mean, and it, when I think about it, it's really, it's a unisex name. It's, it's, it's. It's not really gendered, is it? Anybody could yeah, uh, go with it? the name Subway, and you're good to go. How uh, many people, really, have you know anybody's last name Subway? Really? It, it was, not that not once, but that sounds interesting. I believe you'd keep your surname, but your first name would re, would become Subway. So you would be like Subway, whatever your last name is. So oh, whoever I mean, the, the first name would be gone. The, the first name's gone, but the second, oh. the, your your last name remains, I believe. I don't think you're going to be... Yeah, Subway I, I, I think that's the way it is. I think so. That's what it would be, yeah. Oh, whoa. SS. You're like a ship, Uncle. Hey, that's a submarine. Some, yeah, it's oh, like a submarine. See, it all fits together. Yeah, submarine is a ship, too. Yeah, I'm a submarine. <laughs> we don't sing that. Yeah, they sure do. <laughs> the heck are you talking about? They do oh, I that. thought it was the last name they changed. No, no. I I yeah. might have to go. I might need to pull up the article on this one. And see, find out about that. Unfortunately. Let's see here. I'm going to subway name change. Let me see if I can look this up. Then we'll yeah. get all the... Because huh? I really, I really want the details about that. Do I need to eliminate my previous names, or just? No, no. The, he said, he, he said the first name we have to drop and leave the last name. It's but 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 we're trying to. He's checking it now. Okay, so here's a CNN article. Let me read a little bit from this. I'm gonna go a couple paragraphs down. It says the contest will be open online from August 1st to August 4th. Well, that's kind of quick. Uh-huh. At SubwayNameChange.com and any adult in the U.S. Oh, it's the U.S. I'm sorry, Mara. Sorry. You can't do it. Uh, any adult in the U.S. can enter. I guess it's a U.S. thing. The winning contestant just needs to agree to the name change if randomly selected. I thought it the, was just... The company said it will reimburse the winner for legal and processing costs connected with the name change. Uh, the, yeah, okay. Dang. 
Yeah, that's all it really says. It does, I, I'm assuming they mean the first name, but you keep your last name. I don't think it gives that detail. But that's what we got. That is your first name. Oh, it's such a good deal. I will try with Guinness or something. I didn't know it was just in the U.S. Either. I didn't either. I forgot I that, that detail because I read the story earlier, but I forgot it said that. Sorry. It doesn't seem right to me. It's an international corporation. There, there's restaurants be, uh, are all over uh, the world. Country too. You um, think? It don't make any sense. I mean, they, they subject no. the entire world to their sandwiches. They ought to at least like include them in this contest. I would think so. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, oh well. <laughs> But yeah, that was what we wanted to bring up there, Uncle. Did, did we clear? Did, did we clear up that business? Is that have we taken care of Subway? Yeah, I take care of Subway. I'm You're going to enter to change your name? I don't know now. Maybe. Yeah, we got to think about that. I got to think about it now. You don't have to. Since it said not a people out of the United States, that threw me out. I thought it would be for everybody, not just for the United States. Yeah. But well, yeah. that threw me off. It's a little upsetting. Disconcerting on that. No, we don't like that. No, so we got to wait a minute. I have to think about it. I'm on a thinking thought. We'll think. We'll think. But, yeah, we had our – let's see. We had our drop glasses. We used our new drop glasses. Pickle teeny we tested in it. We've got our two callers on the line. Oh, uh, the the Instagram videos seem to be going okay, or all the new videos what seem to be going, going right? What is going on with that Instagram that I've been throwing out the special uh, menus out? <laughs> I call them special menus. What are you doing, Mouse Toy Kick? I'm making the money on this deal. Uh, maybe we could use that, actually. The, uh, yeah. Uncle special menu. And that can be like a playlist. I just put out an extra one. He just flicked it to put on Instagram tonight. Mm-hmm. Instead of putting ketchup on the fry, I put relish. There we go. That's been thrown in the Instagram. Take that. Take that, people. That was a quick one. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's just about making videos and sharing them online. That's that's what it is. It's, it seems to be working out pretty well. Um, yeah. I've, I've been taking some of the ones from Instagram and putting them over to YouTube, and I found that uh, they kind of get a lot of views real quick. Like or the, when you put those – You mean faster? They can they can get a whole lot of views really quick and then they kind of plateau is what what it tends to do. What I've had YouTube do. Well, it's usually first of all these clips I'm using are like maybe 15 seconds or 20 seconds at the most or shorter than that even like maybe like five ten seconds. I'll take them from Instagram. I download them and then I just upload them to YouTube. And then YouTube has this section on their website for short videos. I forget. It's like 30 seconds or less. You get in the shorts version. So it's kind of advantageous to do these short videos and it pops up. And from what I gather, I think when you put a new video on there, it might put it in like this list where everybody can see it and then everybody's watching it just because it kind of like suggests it to people. Mm-hmm. And then you get like a thousand views within like an hour, but then it just kind of stops going up from there because they take it off of the main page of new videos. I think, I don't even know if that's what's happening. I'm just guessing that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. Is this exciting or is this uh, yeah, as dull as it sounds when I'm it's saying interesting. it? It's interesting. Everything out of my menu is interesting because everybody on my shows looks at it. Yeah. And never, pay, never pass it up. 
Mm-hmm. People on my show never pass up my show to see what's happening on my show. So you see food, you see a menu. She's laughing. Is it? Is that laughter? Someone's laughing at you. Oh, right. what's going on in the background? <laughs> what are you laughing at? I don't know. <laughs> so, so all of this is what's going on. So everybody knows what's happening. I sure hope you had. I'm at. Mara, you following uh, this? Do you know oh, what's oh, happening? You found oh, out? Jimmy, 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 I'm, I'm Jimmy, to see that's you. Monco? I mean, yeah, what? Uncle, do you find it offensive that Tucker got an interview with Ric Flair the other day, even though Tucker don't even have a show? Oh, wow. I didn't hear that. We have been trying to get get Ric Flair. These wrestling people. Yeah, we have been trying to get Ric Flair for like a year. Yeah. yeah, that sucks. That sucks, Jimmy. Really, it does. Um, what does? What happened to him? Well, because we've been trying to get him, and we contacted. Uh, I gave Aaron the number. I don't know what he did, but I contacted oh. the office, and they didn't get back to me. And then I finally got somebody to get back to me in an email, and they said, okay, we'll we'll arrange it, and they, they, they went dead. No responses after that, and I haven't been able to get this guy. I've been trying to get him for your show, my show, anybody's show that's on oh, the that network. that was you. That was uh, to the producer's operation, man. I was trying there. Yes. Chris Chris has been working hard to try and get Sergeant Slaughter, who responded to us on, uh, uh, on Twitter and said he would come on the show, and then he hasn't responded again. We got the guy from uh, an, another country over there that, that said he wanted money to come on the show, and then, uh, you know, this is ridiculous with these wrestlers. I don't understand it. Uh, all right. I'm going to put up online for these wrestlers. Uh, it's yeah. going to be the end of it. All right. If these wrestlers do not want to respond, I say, heck with them. Oh, exactly. They're going to lose. They're going to lose oh. a good announcer talker. Oh. If they don't want to listen or they don't want to have the response to come on my show, that's my answer question. Okay. See, that's how you handle it. Okay, okay, that's fine. Fine by me. Fair enough. I'll tell you one other thing, though. I did make an announcement yesterday that I am taking anybody wants to send me MP3s, short MP3s. We're going to start populating the online radio station, the Ocelli.com radio station, which is a 24-7 station, uh, with clips that people are submitting. Send me whatever you want, your original statements, clips of your podcast, an ad for your podcast, whatever you want. You got an article you want, you know, that you wrote, you want to read it. Anything, piece of music, send it on over to uh, blindjfkresearcher at gmail.com, and it will begin populating the airwaves at the Ocelli.com online radio station uh, over the summer, okay? For free, no charge, no problem, whatever you send in, I'll pretty much, within reason, put it up there, okay? If it's comedy, if it's music, if it's a statement, if it's a podcast ad, a book ad, send it on in, and we will put it up there. Okay, and put it out to the world. So there you go. Sorry, I just wanted to throw that in since we're doing interactive stuff right now. (laughs) Pirate radio, Uncle. This is exciting. Pirate radio sounds interesting. That could go down my line. Yeah, Yeah. and we'll play it in between. Comedy, comedy with me, and then that, and that would if we could mix it. Right, and we'll play it in between. If we could mix that, that would be inch, that would be interesting. See, because right now, twenty four seven, twenty four seven, like your show replays, my show replays, Chris's show replays, right? So yeah. 
In between those shows, we'll stick in these short bits. Anything that's 10 minutes or under, send it to me, and we'll stick them all in there, and you'll be heard all over the world, promise, guaranteed, <laughs> because we have listeners all over the world that tune into the radio station at all different times of day, and we run it 24-7. So send it on in, blindjfkresearcher at gmail.com. Send me your clips. MP3s, please. And, and you got the uh, black hole music, right, Jack? Oh, yeah. No, that's going in there. Uh, the clips okay, cool. from you. Uh, you know what I need is some of those uh, Daily Life Uncle clips. I need some of those uh, again. Okay. I'll mix and those in. He can send them because he's got loads of them now. Yeah, I need them again. Send it to him. I need them again because uh, I had that computer that went bust. So, you know, I lost all that stuff. But send me. I got a lot of Aaron's music. I'm going to mix Aaron's music in. Everybody's stuff is going to be going wide all over the 24-7 feed. So bring it on. We'll play it all. Okay. okay. I like it. I like, it, Chuck. I like the idea. Uh, Laura, do you have any uh, cool audio that could maybe go on there? Or, yeah, or do you know of anything? anybody who does? you know yeah. any interesting stuff? Yeah. It would be nice if uh, short audios about comedy or jokes as well. Well, announcing other things. Uh, but it would be nice. It's a nice idea. I'm uh, expecting to hear some. Yeah, and we'll play it all, and uh, whatever people like, we're going to learn exactly what people like. And who knows, that might get you promotion for something, that might get you just your stuff heard, you created something, you got something cool to say, bring it on. Maybe we'll have, also, we may have more people sending in, might like it. Yeah, so you reel them in. I'm thinking right now. That yeah, would like be it. an interesting point of view. Yeah, I know. Like I, see, like I knew that. Uncle would like it, and I also know Aaron loves experimentation. So, you know, th- th- this is great, right? Aaron, this is like, let's see what we get sourced by just telling everybody, bring it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm totally yeah. into it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fun just to see what the reaction is. If anybody does it, first of all, who that is that chooses to do it usually is a good indicator of an interesting personality, to say mm-hmm. the least. So at bare minimum, you get that, you found a new interesting person. Right, and so, I, I uh, yeah. announced it on conspiring with uh, Mr. Cooper or whatever last night, uh, Saturday mm-hmm. night when I was on there, and I've only gotten two clips so far, so i got plenty of room. Bring it. 24-7, we got to populate. And, you know, the uncle show's only an hour. Aaron's show's only an hour. My show's only take up, you know, we can take up half the day with our shows, really. And then you get replays over and over again. So let's spread it out. Yeah, double it up. Hmm. You might have interesting to us. Listen. Maybe the Ocelli Radio Network could, like, sort of branch out into the true indie music scene. We go around looking for people that would actually submit their music to play on there. Yeah, they and have to admit themselves. Well, yeah, if that's what, what comes, it'd yeah. be interesting. Listen, yeah. if people send music, that's what we'll be playing. People send their political statements, that's what we'll be playing. People send yeah. their articles, you know, hey, I wrote an article, I want to read it to you. Go ahead, send it, we'll play it, see what happens. <laughs> okay, real simple. Yeah. Bring it on. Bring it on. <laughs> yeah. This is the way to make it. Build. Oh, yeah. He knows how to build a station. He is, yes. Chuck does. Great idea. He knows how to do it. That's what I like about this man. Man knows what he's doing. He's a man of action. He's making it. Oh, yeah, we can do that. I'm into it. 
I'm into and it. And then we'll be into it. We've got some interesting chat that I can't bring what? up on the live stream video, unfortunately. It's what is the chat boys doing well, these days? Well, let's see. Um, <laughs> man. It's not showing up on the video, but I will read it. On YouTube, we have a commenter saying, are the blue dots on the Ocelli map live listeners? Question mark. That's their question. So uh, uh, I guess we'll give that question to Chuck. Chuck, yeah, can you answer that? Chuck. Sorry, I was doing something. I didn't understand the question. What was it? Okay, okay, okay. My bad, Chuck. It's just a question asking, are the blue dots on the Ocelli map live listeners is the question. Um, it depends on which map you're looking at. If you're looking okay. at the spinning globe, yes, they are live listeners. Oh, okay. So that's a big yes then. Yes. Is that what was listening? If it's on the spinning globe, if you go to the big map, though, there is a uh, recent history of red dots all over the map. And that's not necessarily up to the – that's not this minute. The people that are on there this minute are on there. But there's a whole lot of history on the the big map. But if you're looking at the spinning globe, yes, those are live listeners. Okay, so that's I think that constitutes a yes for the question. That well, was that's a yes chat. in that question. So there you go, yeah. chat. I hope that uh, satisfies the old question there, and thank you for that. And we've got creative accidents over on Twitch. What's so we've got say? listeners in YouTube and on Twitch um, interacting here. So that's good. How many listeners right now? Oh gosh, they're asking how many listeners. Uh, I think we might. Uh, it's a ton, Uncle. Ton? Yeah, it's got to be just a ton of listening. A ton of listening. That's yeah, that's it. That's usually my my numbers. They're, that's usually my numbers counted. It's, up, you know, it's not gigantic. My, it's not gigantic what? at Ocelli.com, I want you to know, but there are listeners across many platforms. Uh, so we're around uh, we're around about fifty live listeners right now at Ocelli.com, but that doesn't account for any of these other places. And oh. that's not a fully accurate count because I've got some radio apps that report. Yeah. One listener, uh, and it's uh, multiple people listening on the one radio app. So it's right. actually larger, but I can't adequately tell you how many people all together right this oh. second. Oh. Yeah, that's the case with this online media. Like, you get numbers thrown at you, you get the analytics, you get all that stuff, but it's always complete. You never quite know, and it's always like a uh, like a portion of a bigger story of something else. And usually, you're out on the multiple channels, and there's all this different stuff going on. So it's difficult. I would say I would say so. It's confusing out here in uh, online virtual world, Uncle. It's weird in here. Yeah. Um. So, so that was the uh, subway guess. The subway, uh, yeah, you the like subway that. Idea. Not bad. Kinds huh? of come up here with the, with that. The only bottom line about that subway ad that I I disagree with is it should have not just the people in the United States. I I I, I think everybody should have a chance of doing the part. Do the contest. I agree. I agree. I mean, that's the only thing I I, I don't 
like about yeah, it. And, and on that yeah. note, Laura, are you, uh, do you, do you, do you what are your feelings as an yeah. international citizen outside of the U.S.? Are, are you upset? Are you angry? Are you, what sort of emotions are running through uh, you about this. the fact that only U.S. Uh, citizens can take part in this subway contest? Actually, Lara, I have another question too, besides the, the, the subway contest, just to follow up on something else. Um, are you, do you see us on the Spanish speaking radio? apps because i have submitted us to them and uh i'm not great at reading spanish but it looks to me like we do exist there and they they translate everything i write into spanish and is is that correct i what's the name of the app well one of them is radio but there's two of them that say they're based in spain and to be honest with you i don't remember the name of the app off the top of my head uh but it is it it tells me it's in the spanish language but i can enter my information in english and it translates into spanish for you guys there (laughs) uh i i don't know i use ebox and it's i u o o x it's another app but i know it's international as well Right. Now, see, there, there's one I don't even directly submit to. That's one of the ones that gets the feed from one of the other radio applications, like maybe Shoutcast. It's funny. We're on a bunch of apps that I can't track at all because I don't have a tracker for that for that app she just mentioned right now. I have none. I can see that she went to my website, which, by the way, when you see them on the globe there, that's people listening on the website. That's not people listening on all these apps all over the world, usually. Uh, some of the apps get picked up and some of them don't. Like right now, I can see TuneIn and I can see the Apple Radio app. Uh, I see Winamp. I see people using the Mozilla browser. And I see Apple iPads, okay, and iPhones, Apple iPads, Apple iPhones. I see all that, but uh, but I do not see every app. Like for instance, I know we're on radio, we're on. Um, I mentioned TuneIn already, but we're also on uh, Internet Radio, Internet Radio IO. Uh, what do you call it? European um, European uh, ra- European online radio is just called that uh, in a different language. The Irish radio network, we're all over the place. <laughs> okay. What are you saying, Jimmy? Oh, that Chuck, he's got such a party mouth. Oh, the FCC is going to be upset about this one. Oh. Indeed. We're going to get cut from something. Indeed. And I have no idea how the hell people are listening to us in China on occasion, but they do. Oh, China? Real rebels. Rebels, down yes. too far out. True rebels. Yeah, if you if you expand the Ocelli map, if you take a look at that globe and you click on the map, you can go and take a look at places where people have listened in the past couple of years, even, and you can find that uh, there there are Chinese listeners that show up every now and then in different parts of China, according to that. So uh, very interesting. Uh, no idea how they get it. No, hey, no Chuck, concept. What about what, what about Cuba? Any Cubas ever called on there? Uh, I can. I, I'll have to look at the map, and, and I, I, I want to say yes, but I, I don't recall directly, so I'd have to look. Let me go look. Uh, okay, check or, or Chuck's checking that out, so yeah, he will find that out. But yeah, the, the map is interesting, and it's not all the blue dots that are current listeners. It's if the name of the city pops up that they're listening in, that's somebody who's currently listening. All those blue dots are, are people that have been to the website or have listened in the past. That might be a point of confusion. Oh, there, there you, you go. go. There you uh, go. Yeah, that's uh, okay, right. Okay, you're back. What, what, what? No, I, 
was just confirming you're correct about that. I, I, I didn't realize you were looking for the blue dots because I'm thinking of the red dots. Uh, blue, never, blue, never mind. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> we'll get it. Let's see. I'm going to the 2D map, and I'm going to go check on Cuba while you're uh, continuing on. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt the show with this, you know. No, no, no. It's all good. But, yeah, let's go back to the question of Laura. Are, are you upset about Subway, or is, yeah. or is it okay that, that the contest is limited? I think it's, it's more healthy for me, but it's a shame. I yeah, that's to what I thought. That's what wait. I thought. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it, it seems that way to me. I mean, I, I, doing that they have they have subways on that state. Are you? Uh, oh yeah, are, are there subways near you? Yeah, uh, that's a good question. There subways near. Yeah. That's what I meant I, to say. In the cities, but yeah, yeah, not, not too many. Oh, we have four Domino's pizzas. <laughs> interesting. That's interesting. not healthy. That's <laughs> just well, about helping stuff. Subway likes to pretend it's healthy, but I don't question that. The answer uh, about Cuba but, is yes, we have had listeners in Cuba, not too many, but all around all those islands uh, that, that are in that same section of the uh, map, so to speak. Uh, everywhere from if you start on one end, you know, uh, go away from Mexico and Nicaragua, and you go and take a look over at the uh, Cayman Islands, and you keep going east, you'll find Cuba has been there, Jamaica's been there. Uh, Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, Virgin Islands, Antigua, like just going through that, just going in that direction. Uh, we've been touched by all of those people on the island chain. Let's see. La Habana is one of the places specifically. Uh, I'm probably butchering that name. And uh, C-A-M-A-G-L-A-Y. Okay, I don't know how to pronounce that precisely, but that is another place in Cuba that has tuned in. So there you go. Various places in Jamaica from Kingston and uh, various other places in Jamaica. Way more than a lot of Caribbean. uh, I know a guy I worked with that lived in Jamaica. In Jamaica. Really? Yeah. He's the one that going to my wife. Yeah. That was a a story uh, with my. Way more visitors from Jamaica than we did in Cuba. Cuba's kind of rare. There's only a few people that have come through from 2018 to now. There's very few, uh, not not many at all. But we have had some, and Jamaica has a regular stream of people that come and visit and listen. Oh, cool. He's listening to me. Exciting. There you go. All right. Regular listeners in Jamaica. Uncle, this is exciting. Well. All over the state, all over the country, uh, my stuff is listening to. All of it. Um, you, pl- you start a, a series of it, you start a program of it, then you see how far it's gotten. Mm-hmm. 303. That is a lot of listeners, of talking. It's a whole lot of talking. Uh, I'm counting tonight. It's a lot of talk. I'm talking about actually talking. Talking about. What are you laughing at, sidekick? Uh, now, let's get that together here. Yeah. This is going to start being like a business. Okay. Well, sure. it's, it's starting to be like one. It is. I mean, because, man, I was just doing this for a side show, and it's taking main up, stage. we turned around, and boom, maybe we'll have a business thing going here soon. 
We'll see. Who knows? Maybe people, we can put out a contest saying if you change your name to Uncle the Podcast, you get free podcasts for life. <laughs> you want to find out how many people will listen then? I do. I the do. whole map would be on it. It would be on fire. Yeah, 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 right. Hey, you got you got to uh, start online. like you got to start like Subway did though. Yours, you got to start like mine. Subway did cuz last year they gave away free sandwiches for a year to people that got tattoos of Subway. So the first people to get oh. uncle tattoos need to get something free for a year, right? Yeah. Ooh. Well, you know Coolie. 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 Yeah. Be the person for that because yeah. I can't like I I can't have uh I, I can't have one. I'm the person that can't have one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Medically, you can't Medically do it. problems can't do it. I have, yeah. I can't have one. But Cooley, right. that's down his alley. I just talked to him on the right. phone yesterday. He said he's working on that and the ADD TV flag, for those of you who know what that project is of mine right. years years ago. So he's working on those is what he tells me. They're and coming he said soon. he's going to put mine doing it really soon. They're on the way. They're on the way, Uncle. So my, he's, he's going to need something. I don't know what it is. Right. Hey, before I, step, before I step step away from the key. I'm going to have to step away from my keyboard for a couple of minutes here, but before I do that, Creative Accidents asked uh, where, where is his question? Oh boy, he had a good question here. Hold on. It's, it's a Kelly chat. I probably can find it. Let's see here. Uh, oh, he, oh, I know that. Oh, um, did you know that? Yeah, okay, I got it. Uh, um, did Uncle know that Tony Bennett passed away? And Sinead O'Connor. That that was the question from Creative Accidents. Did you know that, that uh, Tony Bennett died, Uncle? Tony Bennett passed away? He did. I didn't know that. I did not know that. Yeah. I don't hear... I the don't hear... Part, how, what, the real shocking part... What was the systems? They were bad together. Who? When Who they passed. Tony Bennett and Sinead O'Connor, they were found in the same bed. And they passed. That was the real stock. See, there, there, there's some comedy for you, Uncle. But but for real, though, oh, Tony Bennett no. did die. No, Tony tell died. me. Not those people. No, no Uncle. These, you know what I'm going to do, sidekick? <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh, what needs no, to be done? No, what needs? No, what no. action needs to be taken? Uh, they were them kind of people, too. <laughs> uh, oh, man. I I don't think – I think Jimmy was making that one up. So so luckily they don't have to cancel Tony Bennett and Sinead O'Connor as they leave this earth. On their way out, we don't have to cancel them while they do that. So that's a nice little courtesy we're offering them in their yeah, well, deaths. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, what was it? Oh, I don't know how he died. Yeah, I don't. I never. I didn't even hear of this. I didn't, I didn't hear. I knew Sinead O'Connor. I didn't know about Tony Bennett. I didn't hear anything about it. I'm not know. listening to. Um, but oh, I, I know the other thing that Creative Accents was requesting earlier was that we have a listener in Caddy, Texas, and he was hoping that you could say hello to the listener in Caddy, Texas, Uncle. Go ahead. If he's on the air, you got the numbers. Hello, in Caddy, Hello, Texas. Hello, Captain You got the numbers. They got the numbers. Call me on my phone. Call my instant. I know. know do. I remember she did call in one night. We got we got Caddy from Texas. Oh yeah, we did have one night. So she called in one night. So we did. So she is a past caller. So. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what I know who you. Remember oh that? yes, yes, did. Yeah, yeah. and she's currently on now. something that's not showing up yeah. on my stream. So I don't know. I don't see Caddy, Texas. I do see Houston, but I don't see Caddy. Okay. Well, the, you know. the, 
Hey, it didn't come. Oh, they didn't. Could be on Twitch. Who knows? Could be on Twitch. Oh yes, I remember the lady you talked about. Yeah, what? Did you say you grew up in Philadelphia? No, I filled up New York. Philadelphia is this guy. That's that's my that's family. That's my, my family's from around. That's uh, the my dad's sidekicks side was. From, uh, my my, my uh, dad was. My dad grew up drinking nothing but water. Is what I'll say. Okay, if that makes any sense. The, uh, <laughs> Only water, where he's from. Okay, but yeah, uncle's New York City. I'm New York City. Forget about it. New York over I'm here. I'm a punk boy. What they call the Bronx? Queens? Was it Queens? Queens and the Bronx. Queens and the Bronx? Oh, I know about the Bronx. Mix. Really? A mixture. Ooh, a mixture. Oh, Donald Trump so, so, from Queens. He's, he's what? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> not, not, not him. No, no, no. Kick him out yeah. of the country. Kick him out of the country. Well, not him. He's, he's not. He's he's not the idiot. He's an idiot. New Yorkers would tend to agree with you for the most part. I yeah, think. he'd be, he's not, be off the list. He's not a favored citizen there, from what I hear. I'd be hanging him up to, like, really? hang him high, joke. He's, they're not proud of him there, for the most They'll part. They'll hang him high. Not, They'll put up a rope and hang him up on a tree. Gosh, uncle. This is what they do. Oh, wow, harsh okay. uncle. That's a bad, that's a bad much there, but okay. I, I got back well, to the keyboard. Well, I put my headphones on. Did oh, that. my God. Think he's going to run to president? No. It ain't going to happen. I put my headphones. I, I stepped away from the computer. I put my headphones on. <laughs> I hear uncle go, hang him from a tree. I'm like, what? What, what, what happened? Oh, my God. Off the rail real quick. This, 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 this uncle is, got real, real man, quick. This man... <laughs> Is supposed to be in the I don't even know who you're talking cell. about. I, I don't even know who you're talking about. What? You laughed again, so There's no kid. justice on And there's no justice oh in this Operation Story that I'm about to say. Wow, so not much comedy. in their own hands. Not much exactly comedy here. Exactly what his psychic oh, just okay. said. Oh, wow. Okay, exactly right. what psychic just said. People. All right, let me let me get you back on track because this ain't much comedy, mm-hmm. Uncle. Wow, I don't know who you're even I talking know. about. This started with We're uh, talking about Donald Jimmy Trump. starting you, you, something. You're making me nervous and here. And us off. <laughs> you're making me nervous over here. All right, look. Jimmy... Jimmy, do uh, okay, okay, okay. So everybody uh, gets thrown off the subject right. we were talking about. All right, all right, all right. Everybody, hey, calm down. Have, everybody, calm down. Yes, I knew you. Yeah, you said something wow. about Charlie okay. Trump. Okay, okay. okay. Both, both, Uncle and Trump show. are from Queens. No, we, no, he's not. He is. He's no, Queens. Donald he's Trump. Donald Trump is from Queens. Uncle Donald Trump. Yes, Donald Trump is from Queens. Yes, he is. Stop agreeing with Jimmy. I'm not trying to agree with. Listen, I don't always that agree with Jimmy at all. This is where I'm telling you. I know where he's from. The guy's not from Queens. Take, take a look at his history. This Fred is why Trump. I'm getting mad. But uh, he's from nice. Queens. But he is from Queens. That's true. I don't know if Jimmy said it. I missed it because I was away, but it's true. If Jimmy said he's from Queens, he's right. I'm just telling you. I, I, I don't – hey, look, I'm not trying to pick sides. I'm just telling you what's right. He's from Queens. I always call him the real estate hustler from Queens because he's from there. There's a lot of people from Queens, Uncle. Not everybody's going to be like the greatest person. It's so okay. are the Mets. Don't take it personal. <laughs> the Mets this are from guy, Queens. This guy is oh, – no. Anyway, look, <laughs> Uncle – 
Uncle, yeah, take a take a breath. Crazy. I know. Take a breath because look, there's only ten minutes left in the show here. Take a I breath. I gotta do my review. Yeah, yeah you gotta do your review. I know, but that's uh, why I'm speed uh, speed being on the phone. Boy, has he been out of shape. Look, I'm just trying to been tell way you. Out of shape. <laughs> now that she came up saying about him being on twins, that got me out of shape. But he okay, but Uncle, I'm I sorry. Really he is he look. is from there though. Okay, just just it, it, it's oh, it, there's nothing tell. we can do I, with that. I'll tell you what. Uh, uncle, you got a problem. Look, I ain't happy. I ain't happy about a lot of people that are from Jersey. Trust me, and I, I was born there. And Queens is, you know, hey, look, Queens is Queens, all right. But uh, I mean, you know, I can't, I can't deny that the guys. From, I mean, listen, I'm a Mets fan. What do you want from me? I'm telling you, well, I'm a Mets fan too. Okay, okay, okay. But look, so we got a review to get to. You got, you got another caller. You got the lady on the line still. Another caller. Oh my goodness! Hit the, hit the caller. Hit the caller. Before we have this conversation, let's go to calls. So go ahead and call us. Just back in line here. Yeah, back oh, in line. Okay, okay. You're, on yeah. you're on the air. Hey, Uncle, I got a, I got a quick question. Um, who stars in Indiana Jones? Oh, this is. This is Sam. Pop quiz, hot shot. Quiz Hunters went to talking on the phone, and he like got her talking on the phone. <laughs> Who is it? I want to go see it, but I can't remember the actor's name. Oh, none. This is a test with seven sixty seconds. <laughs> Harrison Ford. Oh, go see the nailed guy. it. <laughs> nailed it. Nice, man. All right, caller. All right, cool. What, what about the go man watch. What's his name? The sidekick. <laughs> this is sidekick. I call him sidekick on the show. Hi, I'm sidekick. There's Red Dead. I don't oh, call his real names on the show. I'm sorry. It's not polite. Uh, not polite to say it on the show. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I, have I got you that time. Oh, man. Sammy, Sammy Tavis Jr.? Savis Davis Jr. is talking on the phone. Wait, 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 wait. Uncle. Savis Davis Jr. is on the phone. Savis Davis? Okay. All right, Savis Davis. Jr. is on the phone. From Metroid? He's on the rack phone now. From Metroid. Hey, we got a lady on the phone. We got another lady on the phone. And we got a man on the phone. It's a lot of phoning. No, a lot of phoning tonight. This is it. You never have lived in the Bronx. Oh, Uncle, according to uh -oh. somebody who knows you well, you, they're saying that you never lived in the Bronx. <laughs> Only Queens? And by the way, your grandfather, by the way, your grandfather lived in Jamaica State down the street from the Trump. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> wow. That there, that there just made it worse. <laughs> You are making this uh, show worse than it's been. I have. Get back with that, Jimmy. Talking about. You got me all messed up on my show, Jimmy. I have a caller. Not you, this wrestler. Back on the phone. I have another. Just a minute. Just a moment. I have another caller. Bring that other caller in. Just a minute. Which caller are we talking to, Jimmy? Oh, my God. We got all these people talking on this phone. I'm sorry. I got another caller. I'm trying to tell you. Just a minute. Ben's got another caller. Too many calls. Man, we got. One, two. Busy night. Let's see if we have one, two, the caller. The caller's caller ID says Queens, New York. <laughs> I'm a Queens, New York. All right. Let him speak. 
Let's you, see where he's at. You, Let are, him speak. Are you there, Queens? I want to hear this. Go on, speak there, Queens. Hello? I think we lost Queens. Yeah, no, Queens okay. is right next year. Queens is next year? Queens is next year. Yeah, Who's Queens? Queens? Right. Queens it's absolutely from Queens. Yeah, you remember me back in the old days? It's me, Donnie. Oh, Donald yeah. Trump is from Queens, New York. Oh, oh, this is him. This is Donald Trump, Uncle. Donald. That's that him. You? It sounds like him. Is that you? Muted. <laughs> Who muted him? What happened? Let him speak. Trump, are you there? Are we, you need, there Trump? we need you. <laughs> we got to straighten this out a little bit. We got to have a little straighten up to talk about. I got, I got multiple yeah, I got Trumps. Multiple I got, I got, got Samus Davis Jr. I got, Davis I got the I got lady from Spain. From I don't know what's going on here. I don't know what's going on here. Now you do. He got five minutes you left. Five minutes left. <laughs> five minutes left. <laughs> we got to do the uh, review, Uncle. We got to. I dropped this whole thing through our review. Let's, on the let's train. just. Do, how many? We, we got too many people talking. Do we need to keep the callers on the line, or do we need to get rid of them, Uncle? What do we do with these callers? We have to get this review. We, okay, okay, okay. So unmuted. What Who's was unmuted? <laughs> okay, so first things first. We're gonna, let's get this. Now that's my glass. This is your glass. Sorry, this one from Ireland is mine. I drank out of the Orkney Ireland glass. Uncle drank out of Belgium. We both I'm had. A delicious pickle teeny made with Clausen pickle juice and the finest Kirkland vodka. Kirkland vodka, the the, the finest there is. Uh, the the <laughs> not the gray goose, but the uh, purple goose. Um, yeah. Real quick, yeah, Queens and Samus Davis, whoever that was, also dropped away. So we don't have those callers. We still have Jimmy James, and we still have Lara on the line, who I am surprised is not like uh, hung up or is cracking up this whole time over this. She, she but is. anyway. Oh, uh, that's my shows. Thanks for hanging with us. That's sir, right? yeah. Thanks for hanging. Uh, uh, <laughs> all right, there now. So I Back yes. to the purple goose. So my review on our pickle teeny was I'd give it a good 7 out of 10. It was a good mixed drink. Um, not bad as a nice quick little shot to get the night started. I liked it. I like pickle teenies. What do you think? Uncle? Draw me another one, people. Ooh, that good. That was a 10 over 10. Oh, well, for the I'm going another one, Flynn. You, oh, you literally want another. Okay. That tastes good. I'll do one. This will be a dirty uh, pickle teeny on right. Is that okay? Right. That's what I'll make. Oh, again, people. That was a 10 on 10 on me. So why don't we go to our remaining callers and All do right, I have to do shout outs, Uncle? All right, remaining callers. How many shout outs for everybody now? Let's go to Jimmy. Right, no, no, was it Jimmy first? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right, Jimmy. So. And then there it goes. Who do you want to shout out to, Jimmy? Jimmy. Shout out to Sammy Davis Jr. Junior man. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Good shout out. And to the space aliens. I hope that Congress gets to the bottom of all this. Sure they will. Hope. Sure they will. Who's gonna get the? All right, Jimmy. It's great to talk to you as always, man. Take it easy. Go Detroit. Peace. All right, and then of course we have Laura from Spain. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Chuck because he bring you many calls today, huh, Uncle? Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Even the confusing ones. <laughs> I couldn't understand you. A couple of confusing ones, but those are the good ones. Ah, there. Ah.
All right, Laura. Thanks for calling in, uh, Laura. It's great to have you, you here. So hopefully we'll talk you. to you again sometime. Yeah. Yeah, bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye. Yep. Take care. Thank you. Uh, now, am I giving a shout-out, Uncle? You're next. <laughs> I'll give a shout-out to everybody in Jamaica, Queens, listening right now who may be listening because we talked about Jamaica. We talked about Queens, but we didn't talk about Jamaica, Queens. And I just want to give a shout-out to all you that might be there right now. <laughs> How about that, Uncle? Uh, Who you got, Uncle, to shout out to? Uh, shout out to all the missing pins that passed, especially the one tonight. And the, um, all the people that have been listening around the world, shout out to you all. There you go. There's your stiff pickletini. And this is the Kishkutini's final drink. <clears throat> there it is. Final drink of the show. And... Uh, it's UncleThePodcast.com is a website, at UnclePodcast, Instagram, Twitter, and actually YouTube is at UnclePodcast now. Um, share those videos around for us. Yeah. Help us make this into a bigger thing than it even already is. Uh, so, yeah, Uncle, that's it for this week. Why don't you bring us on home? There's a 303 episode. Bye-bye. Thank you.